Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, I want to talk about this article that I came across. The article was in Psychology Today back in November of 2022, and I'm going to link this article in the show notes, and there's references in that article as well, in case you decide that that's something that you want to read. But the article talks about this idea that there may be some subtle clues that your body is giving you to let you know that perhaps you're not living up to its full potential. Now, I know that a lot of us are probably like, yeah, yeah, who's really living up to their full potential? But I found this article to be really interesting because it really kind of dove into this author. So she's a medical doctor and she's also a PhD. And she has people coming into her practice, women, and the symptoms that these women are having that there is no medical element that has been, um, you know, that's, that's been associated with it. And that there may be more of like these underlying feelings or repressed emotions or just kind of not living up to um, or feeling like these women are... Um, trying to be in a place that maybe isn't authentic for them and how that's presenting in physical symptoms. So essentially, it's just this idea of listening to what your body is telling you and trying to figure out if, if your body is undergoing some of these defense mechanisms to some of the stress that you may be having that maybe is leaving you with some physical symptoms. Now, if you're having physical symptoms, you know, I'm not a medical doctor, I'm not a therapist. If you're if you're absolutely having physical symptoms that you feel are not re- related to anything emotional or something repressed or something bigger, then definitely seek the help of a medical doctor to kind of help you um, kind of go through this. But nonetheless, I'll go through some of the eight subtle clues, health clues that were mentioned in this article. Before we start the episode and dive in deeper, I wanted to remind you that I have a freebie for you. It's in the show notes. It's called Five Simple Things You Can Do Today to Keep Yourself Healthy for Tomorrow. And in this freebie, it really just talks about discovering some of the health changes you can make today to preserve your health for tomorrow. And some of these health changes are really easy so that you don't wake up like 10 years from now and all of a sudden have to make a whole bunch of changes all at one time. So please check that out. Okay. So as we talked about when we're getting back now to the podcast episode, the author of this article is an MD, PhD, and she basically has a practice where she sees patients and as she dives a little bit deeper into their lives, she starts to see some clues of maybe something greater that's going on beyond physical symptoms or actually beyond, well, they're coming out as physical symptoms. So beyond like the bigger picture, she's diving a little bit deeper. And so perhaps you've gone to a doctor on multiple occasions with some of the, you know, symptoms that we're going to list below and they haven't really found anything wrong with you. So for this particular doctor, the first symptom that she says that she sees are frequent infections. So this is a a person who may be sick all the time and when they go to their medical doctor, they may not find anything in particular wrong with you um, and your blood work may even look normal. 
And so this is kind of one of those things that she's saying, this author, that maybe there's something more to it, more to these frequent infections. Maybe um, maybe there's an emotional component here that may be going on that's kind of um, behind the symptoms that you're having. And really kind of digging into this idea that um, emotions that are repressed can lead to a decrease in your immune response. So we know that studies suggest that if there is a really, um, if you're going through like a really particularly hard time in your life and you feel like it's very stressful, it can increase your risk of infection. So the more stress you have, the higher your risk of getting sick. And I think probably most of us have felt like that at some point. And so that's the first thing, are you having frequent infections? And again, the context of this article is basically this idea that you're not living your like most authentic life. And on this podcast, we're talking about just this idea of not even that you're not living an authentic life, but just this idea of really tuning in a little bit more and discovering more about your body. And so that's why I wanted to do this article. It was more like kind of trying to figure out for you, what does your body tell you when you feel like you're not giving your body what it needs? What are some of the symptoms that you're having? So again, we just said the, the first one was frequent infections. The second is muscle spasms, aches, or pains. So this is like when there's no obvious reason to be having any of these spasms, muscle, um, you know, muscle aches and pains. Is it related to stress? That's something that, that I would probably have you explore. We know that stress increases adrenaline and that may also increase the incidence of joint pain. Um, or maybe you're just not taking care of yourself in the way that you need to and you're just kind of not taking the things that you need to do or slowing down enough to kind of get to a place that you can kind of dive in a little bit deeper to see if there's something bigger. Now, I will say if you're if you're postmenopausal or menopausal, um, you know, you may need some kind of magnesium supplement because there might be something going on there in terms of your muscle, your muscle spasm, ache or pains. But I would really look to this like if there's something that you have been going to your doctor for a long time, they haven't been able to find anything. And maybe, and, and it's it's not that there might not be anything going on. I mean, certainly if you feel like there's something medical going on, please, I mean, reach out to your doctor and do whatever you need to do because you know your body more than anybody. But it's this idea that what if it what if it's just these aches and pains that are more psychosomatic and they're not real? They're more like, a manifestation of all the emotional stuff that's going on in your life. And by the way, when I talk to you about like, you know, your body better than anyone else, I really believe that. I really believe that like for so many women, like, you know, what's normal for you. But I think that we are just trying to survive in this world that we, we like repress all those emotions and we don't believe ourselves. And so part of talking about all of this is to also give you that confidence to know that like maybe there is something bigger going on because you do know your body better than any doctor. And especially if you feel like you are, um, you know, that there is something bigger than to pursue that because you are, you are the person that knows yourself more than anybody. But it's also as a reminder for those women who like myself, like I don't always take that great care of myself or know 
you know, I've definitely had periods where there's probably some of these manifestations of some of these symptoms. And I don't know that it's anything bigger. I think it might be more emotional. So trying to figure out for you what that looks like. The third thing is low energy. So I feel like we see this a lot of times when people are talking about food, like, I just want to have more energy. I want to eat foods that are going to give me more energy. But for low energy, that could be a multitude of things. I mean, sure, you could have something that is a health condition that's underlying. You could be having, um, you know, you could be eating kind of foods that aren't going to give you really great energy. You could be not getting enough sleep. Um, maybe you are having a lot of like emotional energy. I don't know if any of you guys have ever had these like instances where it takes like all of your emotional energy to kind of get through your everyday activities. And so sometimes it's really hard to have more energy to be able to do some of the things that you are really desiring to do. So low energy without an obvious reason, and especially if you feel like you're going through a time where there's a lot of stress, for sure look into that as if there's some, maybe there's something there that could be emotional as well. The fourth symptom is depression and anxiety. So for depression and anxiety, you know, this is, I feel like depression and anxiety can be a really big bucket. I have anxiety, so I know for me it's real. Um, but maybe you're, I mean, I don't know. I think that you'd have to explore that with your doctor and figure out what's normal symptoms and what isn't normal symptoms of depression and anxiety. But certainly knowing that sometimes if you feel like you are not doing something that brings you joy or that feels like it's taking you further from who you want to be, um, then really kind of looking into that and seeing how you can alleviate some of those symptoms. Do you need to see a doctor and go on depression and or anxiety medications? Or is there something else that you need to do that's going to help you take you to where you want to be, or at least provide you with some source of joy? Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of something I think that you have to kind of figure out for you what that looks like. Again, as, an, as a lifelong anxiety sufferer, um, you know, I think that can be, sometimes you can, you know, know what the source of the anxiety is and sometimes it could just be that that's just how you're made. And so I think you have to figure that out, like, and, and what's comfortable for you and what you can manage and what you can't. And certainly if you feel like you need to go on medications to do that because, gosh, it's been life-changing for me and it may be life-changing for you too to go on medications. Number five, binge eating or drinking. So this is something that we talk a lot about on this podcast is this idea of like turning to something else, something external that provides some kind of comfort or works in a way to soothe you. Um, doing something that's a behavior that makes you feel really good in the short term, but maybe doesn't really help manage the bigger issue of what's going on underneath this. Um, you know, for eating and drinking, it's this idea that you find yourself eating when you start feeling like you have a bunch of emotions and you don't really want to go through those emotions, or perhaps you're in a place that you can't go through those emotions at this particular time. And so you suppress them. And, you know, it feels good because you are eating or drinking and you're, that's how you're managing it. So you're getting that like dopamine hit, but ultimately knowing that 
you know, there might be something bigger. And I feel like most people probably know if there's something bigger going on. If you're getting to a place that you're really starting to learn a little bit more about your body, I'm sure that there may be something that's a little bit um, deeper and a little bit more subtle and more emotional that might be um, kind of the start of some of these behaviors that you may be doing. Number six is not listening to your gut feeling. So this would be if you have these like feelings of like butterflies in your stomach or some kind of discomfort that maybe is not GI related, but maybe a little inkling might be like kind of the first little step that you have when you feel like some things aren't right in your life or you're not kind of living the life that is authentic to you. So just kind of tapping into that and knowing that your body is pretty amazing and it's going to be able to give you a lot of different clues, but it's this idea of starting to listen to it. And I think for so long, we as women don't listen to it because we're told to just kind of keep going, keep going. And a lot of times I don't think, you know, we're ready or that we know that we have the resources or that we have the time or the space to be able to really explore some of the things that may be happening to our bodies. So again, kind of listening into some of these symptoms and see if these are affecting you in any way and trying to figure out if there is something physical going on or if it's more an emotional, um, an emotional like repression or just something bigger that might be going on in your body that your body is trying to have you listen into and kind of tune into. Number seven is having problems at work or some of the relationships that you may be having in your life. And this isn't like the usual problems. This is this is like things that are that that are happening within you and maybe like feelings that you're having that you're not really um, tuning into that you may be ignoring. And because of that, somehow they're kind of rearing these emotions are rearing its ugly head into your everyday activities and contributing to problems at work with your relationships. And in this article, they're really talking about like this idea of like, how can you make external changes? Um, how can you, how can you make like, or really they're talking about like how, I guess in this article, it's the author is talking about how she kept doing all these like external things to try to make her feel good and to help with problems at work. And some of the things that she discussed was like, she moved and she changed jobs and she was doing all these external things that she felt like was contributing to her relationship um, challenges. But really it was the idea that she needed to really internalize or really look within to see what was going on. And in doing that, she was able to really see the bigger picture of why she was doing those things and why they weren't helping her. It was because she wasn't really digging into the emotional stuff. And then lastly, the last physical symptom that comes out is that you may feel empty or inauthentic. So I think probably this presents itself in women pretty often because I think women are, I think that women just have this expectation that they have to meet that is a little bit harsher, I think, than men. And any men out there, I'm so sorry, I've never lived a life as a man, so I'm not, I don't know what that looks like. But certainly as a woman, I do feel like that there is this, um, 
this like desire that you don't want to be disliked or um, that you're trying to fit in and you know and in doing that or you're trying to fit in with like a, a like a social group and in doing that sometimes I think that we end up being something or presenting something to the world that may not be authentic or real for us um, maybe you have a parent group at school that you're trying to fit into but maybe you're not like them but you're kind of like molding yourself into a way that um that's presenting itself as something else because you're not comfortable because that's not really who you are I think too as women there's so many responsibilities that we have that it leaves so little time to really have that exploration of joy and that exploration of really searching for things that feel authentic to us and a lot of times especially I mean if you have children I think that you kind of put that on the back burner to discover this authenticity because you're taking care of children or you're taking care of your parents you know I think a lot of that responsibility falls on women and especially at this age I mean you're either a, you're either a caregiver to yourself or your partner or your children or your loved ones or um, or anybody your aging parents like I think this is kind of the time where it just all starts you know you're trying to probably get to a place that you're trying to figure out what's authentic to you but then there's all these challenges that present itself that work against that and that work against you taking time for yourself and exploring what kind of things bring you joy and so you know this idea of starting to really start to think about that and try to figure out what starts to align with who you want to be and what starts to align with bringing you joy and what starts to align with making you feel like you are more yourself and that you can be honest with yourself. So in conclusion with all of this is that, you know, all of these symptoms may be presenting itself as either a true physical symptom that you need to explore and find out what's happening, or perhaps it's presenting as a psychosomatic symptom that it might be something that is bigger and that is more an emotional component to it. And perhaps that's your body's way of saying, hey, there's something going on either physically in your body, but you have to listen to it. Or perhaps there's something going on that's emotional that you're not really digging into because it might feel a little bit too uncomfortable or too hard to do. But, you know, when we talk about this idea of like whole health, there is a part of it of like being really uncomfortable and just kind of sitting with the feelings. And let me tell you, I don't like doing that for anything. I hate it. But part of this journey and why we're doing this podcast, why why I'm doing it with you is because I'm on that same journey. It's not it's not comfortable to sit in my feelings and to like really figure out how I feel. It feels terrible. But I think that you start to see that there's that's the only kind of way out that you know, how many more years are you going to be like running away from finding something that can bring you true, authentic joy and love and really kind of start tapping into who you are and who you're meant to be. Um, and so, you know, really is trying to figure out like if you have any of these things that are emotional that are taking you against who you want to be and sitting with the discomfort so that you can start to align with who you are because you really want to be yourself, right? Um, you, 
you want to, I mean, we're all given this like beautiful life. And yet I feel like so many of us, again, myself included, go through these periods where like, I am so, I'm so like not in tune with my body. And in order to get to a place where you are able to take your health, your wellness and your self care to a place that you desire, I think you kind of have to tap into that. And maybe that's what you do for right now. Maybe you don't really even feel like you're making any progress on some of those goals because you need to kind of dig a little bit deeper. And that's totally okay. Um, You know, it's just this idea that, and it will be a lifelong goal that you're able to kind of find that honesty within yourself and really start tapping into what your body's telling you and constantly working on it so that you can be more and more aligned with who you are meant to be. Um, reminding you too that I'm not a therapist and I'm not a medical doctor, but just kind of wanted to present this article to you because I thought it was pretty interesting. And as somebody who has spent so many years of their life running away from what my body was telling me, um, perhaps you may, this may um, resonate with you as well, especially if you feel like you're like me and you're trying to kind of dig into that a little bit deeper. Well, I hope you guys have a really wonderful week. And I will see you guys back here next week. Don't forget to grab that freebie. Or if you want to read the article, go to the show notes. I'll see you guys back here next week.